guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So as we get into Romans chapter 2 today, it gets a little complicated, but I promise you there is very much some relevancy in this chapter. Well, you start with verse number 1, and one thing to remember here is, again, Paul is dealing with both Jewish and Gentile converts. you got individuals who are Jews from the beginning, they've kept the law of Moses, and then you got Gentiles who had no idea what any of that stuff is. They come in, and you're trying to mix them together. So Paul is speaking to both of them, especially especially to the Jews. And you're going to see what happens here as you got these Gentile converts coming into the church. Verse number one, therefore thou, Jews, art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doest the same things. So you got these individuals that are just saying, that guy is so judgmental. Yeah, that's kind of judgmental. And it's interesting. We as members of the church often get accused of being judgmental. I do believe it is just human nature. It is natural man in every person, regardless of religion or whatever. We judge. It's something that we do by nature. And the Lord's like, don't do this. And Paul is trying to really tell these Jews, don't judge these guys. And you're going to see the topic of judgment here is based largely around the concept of circumcision, which again, always fun to talk about, right? Now in the Come Follow Me for this week, like I said, it almost kind of gives a glossary to help out with this. It gives a section on circumcision. It says, anciently, circumcision was a token or symbol of the covenant God made with Abraham. Paul used the term circumcision to refer to Jews, the covenant people, and uncircumcision to refer to Gentiles. Ponder what Romans chapter 2, we'll talk about that here in a second, teaches about what it really means to be God's covenant people. Note the circumcision is no longer a token of God's covenant with his people. Acts 15, we had that Jerusalem conference where you had all these converts that are coming in and they're saying, you should be circumcised. And they're like, no, we shouldn't. And so they decided that that's not the thing. But you still got some Jews hanging on to that belief that in order for you to be a true believer, you have got to be circumcised. So Paul gives some very pointed counsel to these Jews. And I think there is very much a message here to members of the church. Now, verse 17, behold, thou art called a Jew and resteth in the law and makest thy boast of God. Which again, it's like you're resting in the fact that you are a member of God's covenant people and you're just saying, great, I'm a Jew, I'm entitled to God's blessings. 18, and knowest his will and approvest the things that are more excellent being instructed out of the law. You got this law of Moses, which again, these Jews are hanging on to for dear life because that's what their culture is. That's what their tradition is. And you got these Gentiles coming in who do not know any of that stuff. Verse 19, and art confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind and a light of them which are in darkness. You think, let me show these Gentiles what they need to do. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes which has the form of knowledge of the truth in law thou therefore which teachest another teachest thou not thyself thou that preachest a man should not steal dost thou steal and it goes through several of these original commandments thou that sayest a man should not commit adultery dost thou commit adultery thou that abhorrest idols dost thou commit sacrilege this verse 23 thou that makest thy boast of the law 
through breaking the law, dishonorest thou God? Now, the New Living Translation says this, Are you so proud of knowing the law, but you dishonor God by breaking it? Again, it's this idea of you know the things are true, but do you actually do them? Now, verses 25 and 26, again, you understand the context of what we talked about. For circumcision verily profiteth if thou keep the law, but if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? Which is basically saying, look, circumcision doesn't matter at this point. It is all about what you are doing to believe in Jesus Christ. Now, let me share with you verses 28 and 29. Then I want to take you over to the New Living Translation because it gives an interesting dimension on this. 28, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Now, with the New Living Translation for verses 28 and 29, I want you to think about this as a member of the church. Maybe someone born in the church who has read their scriptures and said their prayers and done all of the things that are important. I don't want to discount those. I'll talk about that in a second here. But someone who almost feels like, because I've done these things, I'm entitled to all of God's blessings. Circumcision is a sign of the covenant, right? So the New Living Translation, for you are not not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. And true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. So again, sometimes we get so hung up on this letter of the law, we forget that there is a spirit to this as well. Whenever I read this, I think about going back to John chapter 5, where Jesus is teaching these Pharisees. Now, John chapter 5, verse number 39, it says, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Now, a note that I have in my scriptures here, and I'm sure I've referred to this before. You are searching the scriptures because in them you think they give you eternal life, but they are not the things that will give you eternal life. I am the one that can get you eternal life. The scriptures can lead you to me, but they won't save you. And so sometimes we get so caught up in the rituals, the, the checklisty things, that we forget that the purpose of doing these things is to change our hearts. And you had Gentiles coming into the church who were changed, they had their hearts changed, they were wanting to believe in Jesus Christ. Sometimes we just need to forget about all the cultural, the traditional things, and we focus on the love of Jesus Christ. Love God and you love your fellow men. Those are going to be the things that change people's hearts and change people's lives. So I love this chapter. Again, so far you're probably seeing it's a little bit complicated, but if you understand a little bit of context and you can apply it then to us, then you can see how these chapters are very relevant to you and I as members of the church. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.